Welcome back to So You Wanna, a show for writers by writers. Meg and I created this brand to give authors a place to chat, hang out, and just generally be. Our motto is that the world needs more books, it needs your books, and we want to make that happen. I'm Elle, a contemporary romance author. And I'm Meg, a romanticy and rom-com author. And reader, now that I think of it. Anyway, today we are doing um, Being Indie. Uh, another interview with a an indie author. Imagine that being indie, <laughs> and, and um, I'm just so excited because we have Jennifer Jensen with us here, and you are a contemporary fiction writer. Okay, yep. Uh, make sure I don't butcher. You. Welcome to our show. Let me butcher you. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and, and this is just a segment. Being indie is a segment where Elle and I interview uh indie authors and and talk about their work and their experience as a writer and everything so you know again the world needs more books it needs jennifer books you know we weren't kidding about <laughs> yeah, that <I> agree. <laughs> <laughs> we want to signal boost you um but yeah uh jennifer do you want to introduce yourself yeah so um thank you for that introduction um <laughs> so yeah i do write um, contemporary fiction, um, women's fiction. Honestly, I find it really hard to um, define myself as an author, which obviously makes it really hard when you're, you know, the whole point is to, you know, really track down your audience, know where to find mm -hmm. them, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I really, I struggle. Um, I've never, just a, as a person, I struggle to ever want to be put in a box. Yeah. Um, I never want to, you know, ever sho shoehorn myself into being something um, because I, I like to try in a lot of different hats. I like to, you know, just let my, you know, creative flow go. Um, I just, you know, I want to try new things. So yeah. while I do, you know, label myself, um, contemporary fiction, just cause it, you know, encompasses so much, um, you know, there's, you know, I have, I'm in a part of a women's fiction writing association, um, but I also have written a domestic suspense. Mm -hmm. um, I've done, you know, short short stories that um, were more in like the horror genre. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of I kind of bounce. I also did um, a collaborative novel, which was um, fantasy that's supposed to be coming out later this year. Oh, that's um, nifty. Yeah, so I just I kind of just go where wherever I can if somebody's yeah. like hey we're you know doing a novel we'd love to be, you to be a part of it I'm like yes like let's get outside that box and see what I'm capable of so it's kind of like the I Allie, love that. Uh, Hazelwood effect you know she just dropped that she's doing a werewolf book and I'm like huzzah you know because right. I enjoy her work but I'm also mm -hmm. a fantasy reader mm -hmm. um, more often than not so I'm like Huzzah again. You know? right. <laughs> I also found um anyone who's read Sally, what's her name? Sally Thorne. Yeah, Sally Thorne who uh, wrote The Hating Game. It's on mm -hmm. I want to say Netflix. Mm -hmm. Well, I just found a book by her. It's called Angela. I want to say it's Angelina, but it might be Angelica. Angelique Angelina Frankenstein makes her match. So it's like a Halloween. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Themed, yeah so I'm Very like cool. it's really interesting when authors who you kind of have them I guess I don't know in a box like you right. said and they right. step outside of it and they yeah. you know it's still in the same genre just mm -hmm. like a little different and it's always yeah. really interesting yeah anyway. <laughs> it's the toughest part of that is, you know, like, because, you know, especially when you're, when you're indie, but even when you're traditional, um, you know, marketing plays such a big yeah. part of mm -hmm. everything that you do. And so knowing your target audience, um, you know, having them know what to expect, um, you know, I totally get why people stick to their genre, why it's important mm. for people to stick to their genre, why mm. it makes them, you know, if they do want to go the traditional route, why it's important to the, you know, the agents and all of that. I completely understand it is completely valid. Um, it's just a struggle for me because I'm like, I, while I love those things and I do want people to read my books and be able to read all of my books and love all of my books, I just want to be able to write what I yeah. I'm and not worry about, you know, that next step. And I'm really getting back to that of just going, 
stop worrying about what comes after. I just want to yeah. write whatever comes to me. So, well, yeah. I always say like, you should be your target audience first, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Read what, or write what you would want to read. Mm-hmm. And that's where my series came from was because I knew nothing of the industry before I wrote my first series. And mm-hmm. um, all of that came later with the editor and everything else that, you know, the people I met. Um, and then that's, you know, so I learned everything, but it was like, that's why I was so close to my first series is just because I, it was just me. Like it wasn't yeah. about what everybody else, you know, their input and the, you know, every, all the other input that comes from reading stuff online. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I mean, right. we, we kind of answered our, uh, the first question, but first question yeah. is always, you know, what genre do you write in and what does that mean to you? You've already answered that. I just, you know, for the purposes of, of <laughs> <laughs> listeners here, <laughs> you know, um, okay. Uh, so question number two is, you know, well, did we answer this too? What drew you to the genre? Not really. We didn't answer it. Like well, what, maybe like what, what, what drew you, you to writing? all these different things? Yeah. 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 So I've been writing since I can remember. Um, I mean, I originally wanted to go to college, um, to be a writer. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately I had, um, you know, one of those, um, gosh, what are they called? The the counselors, um, Mm -hmm. at the school that, um, really pointed me in a different direction, unfortunately. Um, you know, one of those writing is not a real job, all that. And, you know, being an impressionable teenager, I was just like, Oh, okay, well, I got to find something else. So I definitely went a different direction. I ended up getting a business degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've been in business for, you know, years now and, um, and I love it. I love that side of things, but it, I was definitely continuously called back to my creative side. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just where I like to live is in my creativity. So I got back into writing a couple of years ago. And um, the biggest thing that draws me to it is I, I love, real life situations, real life drama, because, um, as long as it's not mine, (laughs) I want to live a very low key life. I am, you know, um, just very happy with low drama in my life, but it's um, because you're a Virgo. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, yes, yes. It's because I'm a Virgo. Absolutely. So it's just, you know, I, but I want, um, I feel things so deeply and like Mm -hmm. when I read things or watch things or, you know, talk to someone about things, I feel those emotions so deeply like they're my own. So when I write the characters, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm getting that rush and I'm getting, you know, I'm feeling all of those things to, you know, such a, you know, a huge degree, um, that it's like, I don't know, it's kind of, you, you get that writer's high that they talk Mm -hmm. about. So I'm, you know, I'm writing, you know, it's just so, so much and so quickly. And then I definitely hit that point when I stop where I come down from that. Oh yeah. Um, but it's yeah. just, yeah, like writing that drama and experiencing it and being a part of it, even though it's not my life, it's just, I love being immersed in that and then being able to go like, okay, step back to my normal, like yeah. <laughs> nothing's going oh, on. I, I'm in the I crash totally right now. That. Like, I'm, oh. I don't know if you can feel it, see it on my face here. You know, that is such a hard place <laughs> to be in is that crash. Oh my, yeah. I, I talked to my husband about it and, and kind of like, you know, warn him and be like, all right. So I've been writing just straight, you know, like, yeah, I'm about to get real last... moody, real. Yep, yeah. It's real. Cause you just go into this, like, yeah. Yeah, days of like the world seems so different. It's that it's like reading a really good book. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, like, like, nothing seems the same or feels the same, and you're in that that mode for like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I it's lasted like as long as a week for me, mm-hmm. and then you know then I'm able to start coming out of it. But it's just it's the it's the weirdest feeling because it, it just, everything seems off. Yeah, it's really, it's really undescribable. I mean, I, I just totally related with what you said about how you watch things and you just mm-hmm. feel the emotions deeply. I'm, I'm very much like that, which is probably why <laughs> I try not to watch a ton of TV because mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like if, if there's a sad storyline in something, like I will be sad about it for days and I will, yeah. my, I don't know, like my anxiety is like, you need to worry about this, even right. though it's, you know, okay, but can we talk about, about that? big old red flag because you watch reality tv i do no you watch watch true crime crime. yeah that's a red flag but like the (laughs) reality tv so like i feel Mm. like for somebody like 
First of all, I'm a Pisces. So like the word you guys are looking for is empath. Okay. You are feeling Mm -hmm. empathy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But no, so I get it. I do. Okay. But I like to just put that stuff in a box and forget about it. I don't worry over spilled milk, you know? I don't um, know. I I have a hard time with that. Like yeah, it just I know. like but why do you keep rising, hurting you know? yourself? <laughs> is the question? Yeah, I don't know what that you is. It's know. like it's this desire. It's like on the one hand, it's like I have like this horrific, like morbid curiosity, which I think is why I watch true crime and stuff like that. Like I just have this curiosity about something, and I want to understand it better. Yeah, what with, happened like, to whatever the cat? The yeah okay but like, at the same time it's like you watch it and it like it affects me so deeply and I I can feel impressions over it and stuff like yeah. that like it's just I'm not very good like this it's so funny I always tell people my mom is a nurse or she wasn't or she's retired now and my mom is just amazing at being able to like go into a situation and just like emotionally shut down you mm. know and just yep. get through whatever it is and mm. like cry about it later like she's so good at that I can't do that I'm like nope it's happening right now I gotta cry about it this second (laughs) but your mother was trained to be that (laughs) way okay that's the difference or is it that she's a Leo there you go yeah we are (laughs) we are in Leo season and everybody knows I love fire science I just want to do a big old shout out to all you Leos listening (laughs) thank you for being here you guys are the rock star of the zodiac I'll let my mom know (laughs) yeah (laughs) 10 for 10 would recommend uh but sorry I would say I would say like um because I while I'm not um, like when it comes to watching or reading or writing mm-hmm. or any of those things, I, for some reason, I allow myself to, you know, to feel those feelings real time, but yeah. I'm like your mom in the way of like, if it's a real situation, I, I am so good at just like, yeah. Stone-based getting through it getting the job done crying through. later. Yeah. yeah. And it's, but I can't do that with watching reading or writing I am like experiencing those emotions real time going through all of it and I think that's why my my series was so therapeutic for me Mm -hmm. is because I didn't realize that I had so much like pent up emotions that I hadn't been getting out yeah Um, I didn't have an outlet and because I had stopped writing um, from the time I was 21 till almost 30. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I, in all that time I had no, I stopped painting. I stopped writing. I stopped drawing like every creative outlet I had, yeah. I wasn't doing. It takes so when, sure. yeah. So when I, when I wrote my series, I mean, it was, it was like back to back so quick and mm-hmm. I learned so much about myself and about other things too, but yeah. it was, it was that it was just so therapeutic because I was feeling things I hadn't allowed myself to feel in such a long time yeah I mean I think that sets us up really good for the next question which is tell us about your book but in this case you know your books tell us what it means when you say therapeutic uh, yeah, there, it's uh, it's so hard to, um, I mean, I know every writer struggles with like describing their books and stuff, but mm-hmm. because I'm currently working on making um, my series into a television series, mm-hmm. I actually have a log line. Um, so I'm going to give you yeah. my log line and then we can kind of go into that. So um, the version of me series is about a self-destructive 28-year-old woman who has detached herself from the world around her aiming to keep the one she loves from discovering the truth about her traumatic past and its lasting effects. So yeah, there's, it's, it's a lot like there's, there's so much in this world that I've, I've built. And um, so there's seven, well, six books and one novella currently Mm -hmm. in the series. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm currently working on another novella for it. Um, Four of the books are from Harper Jones, who is my main character. It's from her mm-hmm. point of view. Mm-hmm. One of the books is from um, Caleb, um, his point of view. And then uh, the other book is from Leo's point of view. Mm-hmm. And then the novella is from Alice's point of view, which is Caleb's mom. So there's um, everything in there. I've kind of created it. So a lot of them have the potential of having spinoffs of their own books, mm-hmm. which I have a lot of them planned. I just have, uh, don't have the time to do it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I know that problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. Yep. And most writers do. It's like, where, you know, where do you find the time? And, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, my kids are getting to that age where, you know, we're just doing so much as a family, especially during the summer that, yeah. um, yeah, it's trying to find the time. So in the, in the winter, I do get a lot more writing time just cause you're in the house a lot more. So, mm. um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's, uh, the, the series, you know, just follows, um, you know, pretty much through Harper's timeline. Um, Caleb's book is during one of her books timeline, but they're, um, they're not the same story, like just Mm -hmm. from his version. It's just, you know, like you're, you're not getting the same events. You're getting completely different things from him. Um, and then with, uh, Leo's book, it's actually technically a prequel, so it can be read out of order, but I, I have it listed in an order because yeah. I, like, I like people to yeah. really know things at certain times. So yeah, I yeah. feel that way. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it, it's, I, re- I just, I don't know my characters. Um, I read my books over. Uh, I've read them so many times in the past couple of years where um, just because I, you know, I love my characters. I miss my characters. And that's yeah. why I'm really excited to um, be writing a new novella for it because I get to bring some of those characters kind of into it where we get to see um where where they left off or where they are now years later mm-hmm. so yeah so now just a kind of a, a spin-off question I guess from <laughs> from that uh you're saying that you're adapting it to um to to screenplay how yes. are you are you pitching studios or has a studio at like are you writing for well, a studio Um, I am, I've not been approached by anyone. So this is, um, I've already written the pilot for it. Um, I sent it in for feedback from people that, um, like do currently work in television. Mm -hmm, Um, I just got their feedback, um, at the beginning of July. Um, I just did my rewrites for the pilots. Um, I have to send it to my editor so that they can go through it one Mm -hmm. more time. And then it's going to be sent in to two different competitions, which, oh, cool. yeah. So I had like sent them in before, um, but that was a part of like the feedback and stuff is to, you know, get the feedback in there and then you're able to like resubmit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So they're, they're going to be in both of those um, competitions and I'm just, I'm so excited because uh, TV has always been such a big part of my life. And I know that as like authors were like, it's, it's, there's always this battle between, you know, books and TV and what's better, you know, you can't be a, you have to be a reader and all this kind of stuff. And I've, I love books, but I also love television. And I just, I just love to consume media and like, you know, experience things, you know, from a different person's point of view and learn. And um, so I just love that I'm able to be a part of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and to, you know, now that I'm learning, you know, how to write script and do all that, it's, I just love the the part of learning. So I learned so much in the, you know, in the book writing world, and I'm getting to do that same thing now and learn a whole new industry and be a part of that. And it's, that's just a wonderful thing as well. So it's funny, yeah. my, my background is actually the re- reverse of that. So I was in oh. screenplay writing and then I went narrative. Awesome. Um, so, but we have screenwriters on this show because it is writing, you know? Yeah, it's and just a different style. Yeah, it's just a different style. So, you know, maybe we should change our, our tagline to the world needs more writing. It needs your writing, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I, I always, but I think that's I really cool. Really- yeah. And I mean, I always find it interesting. We know someone else. Um, we had him on our show, uh, Joshua Blackman, and mm-hmm. he is he is doing uh, he's got roller derby vampire girl and he's been working on the screen version of that. So I've always just found it a really interesting process how how writers are are doing it and the different ways that they are approaching getting into the, you know, the film worlds. Um, a writer in my life who uh, wrote for Harlequin for many years is now getting into romance screenplay writing and it's just mm-hmm. really interesting how it all kind of goes um yes. actually yeah. josh is very um a, a neat case because he originally wrote a uh, roller derby for a web series then he adapted yeah. it to a narrative form and now he is readapting it to a screenplay but in a theatrical setting correct yeah i think that's what he's doing now i don't think he is he doing I thought he I was doing, doing it for episodes. TV, but he might he might be readapting it for theatrical. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if it's TV. Either way, I think it's film, it's very back it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he very is he pitched his work. That's yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know if He's we're supposed to say that. We're supposed to say that. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bad. I, you know, I, 
I just, I just find it like a very interesting process and in how yeah. we all approach writing and, and where our <laughs> writing takes all of us. Cause I think it takes everyone in, in different directions and often at different times yeah. and stuff like that. It's so like it's where always you need to really... be. And uh, yeah. anyway, I I'm really excited for you because like the thing I love about screenplay writing is like, it's so different. It's really more visual and you have such a, um, like an ability to rely on other people's creativities too so like yeah you put the story out there but then like your world will come to life with the director and the actor and then like the people who are just like the set the designers, watchers, yeah. you know like the consumer yeah. and stuff so it's just very exciting I'm so excited mm -hmm. for you yeah yeah and it, it gives a whole different type of like creative flow to it because yeah. when um because like I I can't take directly what I had in the book and just no. you know, put it at, you know, put it. Yeah, you can't transplant it over. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no. Like you, it's like you said, it's so much more visual. And mm -hmm. then, um, you like, you can't just take the things that you know in their head and just like piece. Yeah, it on there's there. no inner monologue, man. Right? You, yeah. you gotta no, show. You have to show it. And yeah, that was yeah. a big part of, you know, like the feedback and stuff I got was like being able to just to show it more visually and, mm -hmm. you know, have it there. And it changed the entirety of my script in such an amazing way. And it was, it was like the first time I got my first feedback from my editor, um, yeah. getting that, that first feedback when you enter into, um, a field like that, it's, it's game changing. Like if yeah. you, if you're really open to, to reading yeah. and understanding that, that feedback and really taking it in and going with yeah. it. Um, it's just a game changer for how you move forward. And, and that's how I felt just like with my books, same thing. When I got that feedback, I was like, this is amazing. I know exactly what I need to do. And so, you know, going through and making those changes, there was a lot of changes, but in such an amazing, positive way yeah. that it's like, you know, I just look at it and go this, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to be better than this. Like this is yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, there's me. definitely something I want to like highlight what you said there. Um, there's definitely like a beauty to collaboration with other yes. people. And, mm -hmm. and when you are ready to publish, be it indie or traditional or screenplay, you know, and pitch to the right. powers that be, you know, um, you have to be flexible and you have to be willing to, you know, kill your darlings and, yep. and, or reshape your darlings into, you know, darings or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to, <laughs> um, you know, um, but yeah, I just, I like that you said that because that is so very important. Um, and I really believe that if you are willing to work with an editor or your beta readers, even, you know, or arc readers and stuff, you know, yeah. like you can really take what you have and make it so much better just by being open to yeah. change. My, my writing would not be where it is without my editor and without right. my better readers. Like, um, and even, you know, my sister and my, um, a close friend of mine, you know, like the, all the people that it took the time to mm -hmm. read. My sister has read like every single, like of my first book, she read every single, um, rewrite that I yeah. did. And I don't know how the girl kept up with me and that, like she, <laughs> she knew just as much about all of my people and everything I cut that I did. And, um, one of my books is dedicated to her cause she's just yeah. read everything and she's, you know, she's been through all of it with me and she's actually a, a screenwriter. So she, okay, uh, yeah. she started the other way. Cause yeah. I felt writing books would be kind of an easier way to get my name out there. Cause I could indie publish and it was a, yeah. a, a easier way to break into it. Um, and she just felt like, you know, screenwriting was more her calling. So now she's been teaching me a lot of her knowledge that she's yeah. gotten. Yeah. Is that the, is, is she a Pisces? She is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I thought I'd ask. Um, it's, uh... Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Then you need Anchor. That's the app we use. Anchor is a podcasting platform that gives you the power to create content on your terms. The best part? It's free. So what are you waiting for? Start recording your show today. Okay, so um, why don't you tell us about your main character, like their goals, if they're inspired by a real person, if they have any flaws, tell us all their secrets. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, my main character, at least for four of the books, is um, Harper Jones, but that mm -hmm. is like what the universe or the you know world was built around was her. Right. And um, I mean, she 
she's just a broken person. Um, she definitely didn't start out that way. Um, you know, as we're all, you know, usually have good things going, yeah. on, you know, <laughs> trauma start to happen, all that kind of stuff. And, um, I mean, she, you know, she lived a, a pretty, you know, decent life. Um, you know, she had hardships and, you know, things happened to her. She lost her dad when she was a teenager. Um, you know, she was, uh, she got asked, um, to be married, um, by her high school boyfriend kind of right out of high school. And she wasn't, you know, ready for that. It yeah. is based in Michigan. So, you know, that happens to a lot of us. And I say that as somebody that did get married, um, you know, to my high school sweetheart. And I saw that on your Aww. bio. <laughs> yeah. My high school sweetheart left me in, uh, my sweetheart, my high school sweetheart. sweetheart. I can't even say oh, it. Oh my gosh. Are you okay? <laughs> no. I I like squeeze heart. I like that. Okay. Well, my high school squeeze heart, uh, he left me in England. So he did. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> feel like that's a story I need to hear some, sometime. It's sad. That's the end of it. They went to England together and he left her. And, and for some reason, they're still occasionally friends. Like, they're not really friends. He installed solar panels on my house, but that was like a business transaction. Oh, I was like, was it free? Because then there's a friendship there. Remember when you left me in England? Put these solar panels on my house. That was a good time. Like, oh my <laughs> so gosh. Like, these solar panels are free, right? Uh, <laughs> I feel like you owe me, you know, like just add up all that. That's sad. <laughs> the emotional trauma there. The emotional trauma story. is about, you know, this much. <laughs> it equals this out. month, <laughs> if you use the code solar panel, you can get 15% off. Is that how much my trauma is worth? 15%? Yeah, 15%. <laughs> it's something, right? It's something. It's better than most people get, so... Okay, but Harper Jones, okay, she was the star. <laughs> so she, um, yeah, I mean, she's, you know, she just has, you know, stuff that over time, um, you know, she ends up having some pretty traumatic things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, she does what a lot of people do, which is, you know, use the coping mechanisms that they have. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, through her, you know, her upbringing, she didn't really learn really good coping ha habits, um, yeah. more of a, an avoidance type. And, um, you know, just, just those things that you, you know, that you've trained your brain to do and how to handle things. And so, yeah. um, you know, as my log line, you know, talks about, she just kind of, she pushes people away because she doesn't want them mixed up in her chaos, but at the same time, you know, they, she wants them there, you know, so like they, yeah. they end in that chaos. There's and, that you know, codependency, but also exactly. the fear of abandonment, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. And she definitely has that, that fear of abandonment and, um, that's just, yeah, it's a, it's a big struggle for her because she also, you know, has a fear of commitment because of what she has that fear of abandonment. So like, mm -hmm. what, you know, like she's like, these people are going to leave me and, you know, and yeah. all that type of stuff. So, um, you know, that's just a kind of a consistent thing with her. Um, she, you know, she drinks a lot. Um, she, you know, so she struggles with that because she just, you know, doesn't want to, you know, deal with, life and the emotions mm -hmm. that come with it. And, um, so it's just something that, you know, that's the way she chooses to handle it. So the series is definitely like following her in her struggle, which is why, um, I was, why I struggled to kind of, where was I going to put it genre wise? Mm -hmm. Um, I do count it as a romance, um, overall for the series, but it's, it's very difficult because each book ends in a very different way. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's, it's very difficult because in why I like contemporary fiction or, um, women's fiction is because it really is about her story. Right. Now people in her life, including those um, that she's in a relationship with, um, they are a big part of that, right? Like those, you know, my husband is uh, the biggest part of my story, you know, mm -hmm. like it, yeah. it's, you know, we're so intertwined. So it's, it's that same sort of thing as, you know, your relationships are so intertwined that that's where the genre part was very difficult for me because um, we're watching how she copes. Um, and then that continuous flow of, as things happen to her in her life, um, how she learns to deal with those. Um, she does in the beginning of the first book, she's in therapy. So mm -hmm. it's her first time in, in real therapy, like actually going. Um, and so it's, you know, that's one of the continuous things is kind of like how she learns to cope with the things. And obviously there's highs and lows in that. I mean, just because somebody's in therapy and just because somebody at some point, you know, stops drinking or stops using or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're not going to fall off of that wagon. Like there's mm -hmm. going to be times where people mess up. 
and it's, you know, the people in their life, a lot of times, you know, like, and I don't say this as a blanket statement, but, you know, just a lot of people are there to kind of give them that grace to fall down, but then get back up again. And um, so it's, it's really showing the deep dive of like each relationship she has and mm-hmm. how, um, what she does, but also what they do, how that affects them. So like, I find it so funny because her, you know, she has a, a best friend in the start of the series um, where from my beta readers and from just talking to people afterwards who have read my book and left reviews and things like that. Uh, the fact that some of them hate the best friend and some mm-hmm. of them love the best friend. Like some of them are like, oh my God, she's a terrible friend. And other people are like, oh my God, I would love to have a best friend like that. And it's so funny because it really depends on where you're coming from as a person mm-hmm. and how you are as a friend, um, you know, and how you choose to help people because how she chooses to be a friend. She's not a good or bad friend. She is a friend. She is being what she can be for Harper. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make her a good friend or a bad friend. It makes her human. And it mm-hmm. makes it so that, you know, she's doing her best to be what she can, right? Like mm-hmm. we all have our boundaries. We all have our limits. Yeah. And some of us are better about setting them, you know, and, and defining them. But, you know, her friend is better about that. She's like, you know, this is kind of a, you know, a hard line for me of, you know, this type of friendship or whatever. And so she sets that. And so to some people that can come off really jarring and like, oh no, like, I don't want a friend like that. And for other people, it's like, man, good on her for, you know, for setting those, you know, those type of things up. So it's just funny because you see Harper have different friendships throughout the series. And um, I would never say any of them are a better friend. I would just say they are all what they can be in that capacity I like that your characters sound very real because I I mean I think that is true like we all can only give so much of ourselves and Mm -hmm. you know and you do kind of have to pick and choose like where where's your line what's you know and and what side of it do you need people to be on so I like that I also feel like Harper is very real you know and I yeah I I thought it a lot the in the reviews I in my reviews the people um they talk about that just like how realistic um it it is when when they read it and how realistic she is yeah for sure and also like I was gonna mention with your general fiction I think I feel like general fiction is a good place to put it just based on like what you're saying right like Mm -hmm. in romance both Meg and I are romance um, Mm -hmm. writers romance is all about the relationship and like the whole driving force of the plot everything should be about like you know two people coming together and creating that relationship whereas you know yours has sounds like it has like that really strong romance arc but Mm -hmm. the whole like kind of purpose of the plot is to uh, for us to discover right. about Harper and to watch Harper go mm-hmm. through her her life and and how yeah. does she deal with different traumas and things like that. And mm-hmm. I've read a lot of great general fiction that has like really strong romance arcs and even end happily ever after. Mm-hmm. But still, like the whole purpose of the story isn't about the two people who are in love. It's about the character that we're reading about and and their life and how they got through something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so you've told us about your main character. Uh, why don't you tell us about your favorite character, which good luck choosing. <laughs> I know that was when I read that question. I was like, I've been asked it before and I'm pretty sure every time I just, I struggle so much because, um, while I do love Harper, um, and I would never throw, you know, shade her way of, you know, not thinking she's a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, there's so much of me in that character, um, that it's like, you know, we're always self-hating and stuff. So <laughs> there's always that little bits of like, well, she's not my favorite, but, um, I, the hard part about, like I said before, with my writing or, you know, entertainment that I watch, whatever, um, I feel so deeply. So like, as I'm writing these books, you know, I'm feeling it, I'm experiencing it. Well, mm-hmm. This, you know, my series was so deep point of view that like, um, I felt like I was experiencing exactly, you know, the emotions exactly of what Harper was feeling. So mm-hmm. uh, my two, I, I have to have two, like, I can't boil it down because Caleb and Leo um, are my two favorite people like they were Mm -hmm. they each got their own book they were just incredible to like just be in their head it felt so natural to be in their head um they're two completely different humans um but they're in love with the same person and again I think that that's so important to show um 
what people, you know, like that different people and different personality types can still work together. Right. Like mm-hmm. in, um, and so like the way they are with her and she's, you know, different people with them. And, and I, and I love it so much because Caleb is just this, the brooding bad boy that, or not even bad boy. Cause he's, he's a, he's such a good guy, but like he has a past and he has mm-hmm. and it, the, the thing that we, so many of us people just love <laughs> is that, you know, like just the, the one with the past and the one that's, you know, kind of edgy or whatever it may be. And just, he's just such a, a lovable person. And, and then you have Leo who to me is, is very much based off my husband and that was not intentional. Um, mm-hmm. it just, it just ends happens up, though. <laughs> and, and you know, it's just, it's so funny because his, his personality is just so easygoing and, you know, it, just such a source of comfort and he's funny and he's, um, he's just, he's just, again, like a really, really good person. And so it's so hard because both of them, I'm, I told my husband, it, <laughs> I like, we were talking about it at dinner when I was writing all these books and going through them. And I'm like, I, I hate to tell you, but I'm in love with somebody else. And I'm like, and it might actually be two other people because like, it's so hard to discern, you know, yeah. the, the difference because your, your head is falling in love with these people. You're picturing them. You're, you're having these conversations. You're going through an entire relationship so deep. And then you're expected to just not not feel something for them. Like they feel real to me. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've lived through, you know, these, these relationships and I, you know, I, I felt like Harper and I felt that love. And so that's why it's like, I I miss them. And so that's why I go back and, you know, read my books sometimes because like, God, you know, I haven't, I haven't talked to Caleb in a while. I should, (laughs) you know, and it sounds weird, but it's, it's so hard because when it sounds like you're a writer, I know (laughs) writers understand when I talk like this to like non-writers, they look at me like I'm crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm like, but you just, you get, you're so emotionally invested. And, you know, so my husband, obviously like he doesn't understand because he's not a writer, but to just be, you know, just so deep point of view, just in it, in that relationship. And then to just have it end, mm-hmm. I, I haven't been able to leave my series behind, which is why I'm still writing novellas. It's why I'm now turning it into a, you know, a script Yeah, um, because I'm, I'm not ready to be done with them. I love well, them. Maybe it's not ready to be done. You know, maybe it's, it's not, not. It's not. Just keep going. <laughs> I feel, I feel like you just know when a series is ready to be done. I, yeah. you know, I, I published my first book this year, Glen, and I turned it into a series and I knew after like book four, I knew it was done because I realized to keep going, I was going to have to kill off my original characters to keep like, to basically keep the series going. And that's when I was like, I can't do that. Like I cannot yeah. bring myself. My to- red flag my is that that does not bother me. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, people it's, die. It's, okay. it's interesting because <laughs> sometimes it, yeah, I mean, like sometimes a character dying doesn't bother me, and it's interesting because you know it bothers my readers apparently. <laughs> but, but like, it was just the idea to me of of letting go of those two and having them, you know, die. I was like, I just don't feel like I could write that and like, yeah. you know, enjoy yeah. the process of it. You right. know, and oh, I think absolutely. that's part of it is you have to be able to enjoy the process. And I think I would. I would lose a level. See, of I think it depends on, I yep. think it depends on what you write because so, so I mm-hmm. write, um, I have a series, the Oscar's boy series. And the first book is uh princess Savannah. And the mm-hmm. second book is actually, I, it moves the, the book forward. So you read it second. It is the second book, but it's mm-hmm. more of like a, almost like a princess bride telling like the, mm-hmm. the POV of it is one of the nights and he's telling Savannah about this you know like this is this is my life this is my background whatever you know Mm -hmm. like my story and but it is while she is you know holding her one of her kids okay so it's like in the future you know and then the third book is one of the kids and then Mm -hmm. the the fourth book is coming but as (laughs) I'm going I am it's another night I'm going back and forth that's my big pattern guys um, but as I'm going forward, you know, like I'm, I'm moving around with generations, you know, yeah. so I've, mm-hmm. I've axed a few characters that mm-hmm. I love. Um, some of them die suddenly, <laughs> you know, but like that, I feel like it's a medieval 
It's a medieval yeah. romance, forbidden romance. Um, all my work has happily ever after. So I want to point that out there because some of y'all are reading and you don't believe me. <laughs> Everything is happy, I promise. But, you know, there's certain characters that in order to complete their cycle, they they experience different things. You know, they yeah. as the generations move forward, so <laughs> does life, you know. Right. So I guess Absolutely. it's I guess for Elle, who writes happily, you know, you know, contemporary romance where nobody's stabbing each other with swords and <laughs> burning down bars. I, I put in know? other elements that aren't always so happy, but that's... Uh... Yes, I remember. I, I read your work. <laughs> you know, you said your sister uh, read every version of this book, like, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. She knows as much about your characters. That's Elle for me. Um, so the that's Miranda great. writes... Everybody needs that person. <laughs> the Miranda writes is a series. And I will say I haven't read every version though because I did not read the very 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 first version. Yeah, so like the very very first, very first one. Yeah, no. Nobody um, should read you those also, I've learned that lesson. <laughs> you also did not read the very first of Birds and Bullets because I actually no, wrote I did that not. before um, the Miranda writes. It's neither here nor there, but that actually was a screenplay. That was the last screenplay that I wrote before I switched That's like awesome. full time to narrative writing. Um, and then I, I love that, that story so much that I revamped it for narrative writing. And it's amazing how different it changed because my protagonist in Birds and Bullets originally, first of all, it was called Spring City. It was completely different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but the protagonist was, um, the, the female, uh, Casey. Okay. okay. So, like mm-hmm. we followed it from Casey's point of view. And when I put it into narrative writing, it actually switched to um james's pov like it it suddenly became his story it was about him and it was about more than just that um but it's it's a spy novel it's was heavily inspired by ian fleming that's like my favorite author Mm -hmm. um he writes the james bond novels Mm -hmm. um so like it's just a masculine point of view story like it's about yeah. more than if you ever read like casino royale they i mean it was published in 1952 and you gotta think they're talking about what's masculinity is a man right. worth anything right. once he you know and so um anyway yeah so that that changed and everything but the point is of that is l poor l has read every version except for the og original of the miranda rights and it's funny because uh like a month ago i was like hey do you remember if blank and blank oh yeah you have to have that person that you can at least like go <laughs> try to track that stuff yeah with. she was like i don't know let's go find out and then yep. we like yeah so it's funny oh man but i will i will say life has been harder since like um meg said it yesterday about like we both got covid around the same time weird because we do not live anywhere near each other to yeah. get <laughs> each other but anyway and we were both talking about how like ever since covid it's like not quite as sharp at remembering small details oh, yeah <laughs> so now i feel bad because i'm like i might not be the best person anymore <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find your top avid reader and ask them be like hey you're gonna yeah. find go-to person yeah. <laughs> I have a reader that um appears as soon as I publish something they're there and and I I love them so much (laughs) like um, those loyal readers are amazing yeah um, gotta love a loyal reader but it's funny because they will read something and then they like they pick things up sometimes and then like they'll like discard it and they'll be like no that's crazy and then like you know chapters later I'm, I'm like ha, 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 you know yep. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah I should just start asking them I'd be like hey do you remember if I left <laughs> flowers on the counter or oh. they on the table it's for continuity those are, those are great ones to get as beta, beta readers yeah it's true. yeah yeah, yeah it's for true. sure well, I think that's actually a good lead into the next question, which is what do you think is the most valuable part of the indie author community? Mm-hmm. The fact that it's like a hype man mentality. Like, oh, yeah. I, I love that everybody is just there to be like supportive and just, I had never, I had always kind of felt like a, like an outsider. I've never felt like I fit in. Um, mm-hmm even though like I've always seemed like a really like social person um that's definitely like my masking I'm really really good at like feigning social and like and doing what I need to do 
Um, but until I get into the, you know, like where I meet writers or like when I found this community, um, through, uh, Instagram, cause I yeah. like, I was like, no, I'm never going on Instagram. I'm not going to do social media <laughs> stuff. And, um, I, I it love was, Instagram. Everyone it, yeah, I do that. too. And it was, it. it was absolutely a game changer. Um, yeah. I met one of my closest friends on there when I first mm-hmm. um, got on and she, she answered every single question for me. Um, she's been uh, a romance writer since I want to say 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to be traditionally published and then she went indie. Yeah. Um, and so she has like, I think it's creeping up to like 17 or 18 books. She's probably mm-hmm. gonna listen to this and be like, Hey, what's, you're, that's not right. What's, yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Just so that we have it for um, purposes of I yeah, read a lot um, of romance so and I need that. It's Caitlin Shepard. And yeah, she has a bunch of different series out. Like, um, she has like small town, um, romance. She has, um, rock star romance. Uh, um, <laughs> she had, she's going to kill me cause I don't remember all of them, but she, I mean, check out her stuff. Like she has, her stuff is phenomenal. Listen, and- specifically, I'm looking for the playboy who can have anybody he wants, but I'm sure she's written that. Yeah, that's that's, written, like, that's I, my auto is, buy is uh, <laughs> I picked up the deal and it was like, Dean can have any, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I need. I have a type. Okay. Hey, there's nothing wrong with knowing your type. I, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. And, and so I, I met her and, um, and she, just uh, she was like left a comment on one of my things because I was struggling with something and she was like hey if you have any have any questions feel free to dm me and so one day I was really stuck on something so I you know I messaged her and and then I kept like you know it's that thing of where you're trying not to like ask but like you do need help and so you're like I'm so sorry. Please feel free not to answer me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. For you. And you do all that. And you're Midwestern, like, you know, yeah, yes, I know it's, it's yeah, so bad. It's and actually how Elle and I became friends. I, I wasn't yeah. asking her questions, but I had to force my friendship upon her. Yeah. Well, I mean, I slid into your DMS first, if we're being totally honest. <laughs> did. And then like an Aries, she fucking ghosted me and I oh. had to beg her to talk to me. I just didn't understand. Look, I have a lot of self-worth issues and I just assume when someone's talking to me that like, you know, they're talking to me to ask me a question, but they're not really serious about having more of a conversation. So like, I don't know, like I just have a very hard time. I feel like know- I sent you way too many cat videos for you to think that I wanted anything. <laughs> Except maybe to get a cat with you. Like, Do you want to adopt a cat with me? <laughs> I mean, if you had said that, I would have been like, oh, no, she does want to be my friend. Maybe a little more, but definitely yeah. friend. Oh, she's crazy. <laughs> you have to spell it out. You have to say, I want to be your friend. Yeah, like that's pretty I much did. it. Like, that's what happened. Like, that is, yeah. she asked, she's like, are you trying to be friends with me? And it's like, <laughs> I was like, I've been talking to you for like three months. And no, I love it. That doesn't matter. You have to, you have to be very clear and concise with like, this is your intention. Just tell me your intention. I need to know. With that, yeah. That's what happens when yeah. an extrovert adopts an introvert, I guess. Yep. I just, you just have to. <laughs> Absolutely. I was Absolutely. like, oh, are we not friends? I talk to you more than I talk to anyone. Like. <laughs> I talk to you more than my than anyone like my mother. You know? Yeah. Oh. Oh God, I do. When okay. Well, we we like to keep our our interviews around like an hour. We got like a few minutes left. I don't know if you want to knock out these last two questions. Plug sure. yourself. You yeah. know. Um, I don't want to you know eat your whole life. Away. <laughs> my cat video comments. Oh no, it's all good. So sorry. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, Okay. So what is the biggest lesson that you've learned when writing your first book? Um, that uh, kind of what we already talked about, that it'll look completely different um, than mm-hmm. your first draft. Yeah. Uh, by the time you're done with it, it's like, and that that's And that's I, okay. I, <laughs> you want yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be better. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it, it, it's, it's going, you're going to get feedback. Everything's going to go um, really well. But then what, now that I've been through it so many times, I find it very difficult to now start knowing that I'm going to delete all of these. Right. Words yeah. Point. So like, I'm why trying write to write 3,000 words. I'm just going to yes. count later, you know, yep. I'm trying really hard to get past that and go, just write. Don't think about the next step. Yep. Just write. You puke yeah. that draft out. That's that is my, a problem that's my for future Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> my mentality is you puke out the first draft, worry yep. about yep. the rest later, you know? Yep. Exactly. 
All right. Well, what are you currently reading? Um, sad to say, not currently reading anything. Um, <gasps> I I know I just jumped into a brand new book um, that I'm writing outside yeah. of my novella. And um, it's really I can't hard have, to do both. I get yes, that. I can't have other voices in my head. I don't even watch new television shows. Yep. I only watch like The Office and New Girl reruns. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because that's like, you know, a, a you don't want the influence you want. Yes, nope, I don't want anything new in my head. I be just because I deep dive so much into the characters. Yeah. And this one is such um, this is probably as big of an emotional deep dive as my original first book. So this yeah. one's going to take a lot. So it's going to be a little bit before I get to. I'm read. so excited. What a secret project. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I like I, it when people come on here with a yeah. super secret project. I I'm love like, it. <laughs> I'm in your really DMs excited. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's something that's so, it's so new, um, to me. It's a new, it's a concept. I honestly haven't, um, read and maybe there's, you know, obviously there's so many books out there, so I'm sure yeah. it's out there somewhere, but, um, it's definitely something that I can see, um, being, you know, turning into a movie down the road type thing. Um, you know, I want to write that script. I was trying to decide whether I wanted to write a movie script first or the book first. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited about it. So I've been talking my sister's ear off for the past like couple days um, as I've been plotting everything and just kind of getting the structure down yeah. um, before I fully dive in. But I started, I dove in this morning and I have about 2000 words down. So that's awesome. I'm so happy yep. for you. I'm so excited yeah, for your so. new project. Yes. Yeah, I really. And when I, you're done with it, you can come back on our show absolutely. and talk all about it. <laughs> yeah, tell us all about it. Well, you know, I feel like this is a good place to end. Um, it's been a really great interview. I know we've stolen a lot of your time. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's okay. Like I said, as a mom, I love the time I get to get away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for answering all of our questions. Um, and once again, if you could just let our listener know where they can find you and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yes. So I do have a website, um, jennifergensenbooks.com. Um, and so all my books are on there. Um, they all, you know, obviously talk about each one it's under the indie section because I have, um, started, been starting to write traditional, um, published books and I'm, you know, currently looking for an agent for some of those. And, um, and then it does have a content warnings page, um, that's Mm -hmm. on each one of those. So people can go to those. Those are at the front of my books as well. They do deal with mental health issues. Um, and so it's very important to me that people have the access they need to, uh, to find out if the book's for them. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram at J Jensen books. So you can find me there as well. Perfect. Awesome. Well, as a reminder, I am Meg. I am a fantasy and rom-com writer. I have two books available that you can own and put on your shelves. Uh, That's the Miranda Wright's Night Shift, which is book one of the Miranda Wright's trilogy. Uh, that is your your shifter romance, love triangle, dark sort of, you know, magic, fate, and all that setting. Uh, I'm great at selling this. And then um, I have The Holiday Affair, which is book one of the High Sea novels, um, which is a contemporary romance. It's a rom-com, but in a dark sort of way, because it's a Meg Alexandria book. Um, And then I do have some work that's available on Wattpad to read, which is free to read. Uh, So if you just want to dip your toes in and see if I am the writer for you, I'm there at Wattpad Megan Alexandria. And I'm Elle. I'm a contemporary romance author. My debut novel, Chlorglin, is available on Amazon. You can find all my work uh, on my Instagram at lmeredith.writes. That's where my website is. Join us next week for another segment of Being Indie. Same time, same place. We want to see you there. So you are now a shuffle for writers, but writers, da-da. Da-da-dee-da. <laughs>